Hey, history fans, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's December 7th. Japan bombed the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor on this day in 1941. This is what drew the United States into World War II, but its origins are from well, well before World War II began in Europe. We have to start with Japan. Japan is a tiny island nation. It just doesn't have a lot of land or natural resources. So in the early 20th century, Japan became really increasingly aggressive toward its neighbors in an attempt to get access to the resources that those neighbors had. This goal was to build a massive and very wealthy empire that spanned the Pacific and Asia. And at first, a lot of this was focused on China. Active warfare between China and Japan began in 1937, but that followed years of Japanese aggression against China, including the occupation of Manchuria six years before. And this was not just a matter of an international dispute or of one nation trying to colonize another. China's treatment at the hands of the Japanese Imperial Army was absolutely brutal and destructive. It had led for calls for the United States to intervene long before the United States became part of any of this. So the United States was trying not to get involved in the 1930s. After World War I, there was a lot of isolationism in the United States. But even so, after word spread of war crimes and atrocities being committed by Japan and Asia, there were more and more calls for the United States to do something. Rather than taking direct military action, the United States started implementing sanctions against Japan. This included a trade embargo that cut off most of Japan's access to things like oil, which Japan needed, especially in wartime. By December of 1941, after these sanctions had been in place for a while, the United States naval fleet was stationed at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. And the general perception was this was a pretty safe place for the fleet to be. It was thousands of miles from the continent of the United States and from Japan. So while the United States was expecting some kind of attack, the relations with Japan had reached that point. It definitely wasn't expecting that attack to happen at Pearl Harbor. So the naval base there was relatively undefended. Even though the war seemed increasingly likely, the military hadn't taken all that many steps to fortify the base or to expand their reconnaissance activities around Hawaii. All this meant that when the attack did happen at about 8 a.m. on December 7th, it came as a total surprise, and the results were absolutely devastating. In less than two hours, every battleship in Pearl Harbor was significantly damaged. Two of them were completely lost. More than 300 airplanes were damaged or destroyed, and more than 2,400 people were killed. More than 1,000 were wounded, and this included soldiers, sailors, and civilians. Although this was catastrophic, and it's often remembered as a total loss for the United States Naval Fleet, in reality, the United States Naval strategy had evolved beyond the use of battleships. The battleships were the ships that were mostly in the harbor at Pearl Harbor. Instead, by this point, the United States was making extensive use of aircraft carriers, and the aircraft carrier fleet was not in Pearl Harbor that day. 
In fact, there were no aircraft carriers in Pearl Harbor on December 7th. So the aircraft carriers that at that point were so central to military strategy were not affected by the bombing. At this point, though, the United States population had been really divided in terms of whether to go to war. Public opinion had been gradually shifting over the previous few years, but there was still a huge strain of isolationism and a lot of people who just did not want the United States to become involved in another war at all. But after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, that completely changed, and the public and the government alike were united behind the idea of going to war against Japan. After the United States declared war on Japan in response to the bombing of Pearl Harbor, Germany and Italy declared war on the United States not long after. That brought the United States into World War II in both Europe and the Pacific. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for The Birth of a Woman Who Was Called a King 